Hello and welcome to GTFO, Grow Traffic Figures It Out. This week we are talking about network marketing um, and I am Hannah Weinhold. I'm from Grow Traffic, which you will probably know if you've listened to this podcast before. And I'm joined by Ches Moulton, the stress master. Um, today we're going to go through um, just some, some tips and some ways that you can make network marketing a little easier on yourself. So often we hear that um, people aren't enjoying network marketing, that they don't like it, that it's not something that they do, that they're not very good at it. And I think this comes from a place of stress and, and anxiety around it because it is uh, it does make you anxious when you have to walk into a room full of strangers or log on to a Zoom call full of strangers and make small talk. Um, have, I personally find it just soul destroying. I, I don't like it, but I have to do it as part of my job. Um, I wouldn't say I'm particularly good at it, um, but there we go. So I am going to be listening keenly to what Ches has got to say so that I can manage that kind of fear and anxiety about, you know, interrupting, trying to muscle in on groups of three people and make yourself uh, in part of the conversation. So Ches, hello. Good Good day, good, good, day. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this broadcast. Uh, hi, Hannah. Hi. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for asking me to join you. Well, it's lovely to have you here. And we've met at, at marketing, uh, sorry, at network marketing, networking events. Uh, and um, yeah, um, and you've always been very calm, very confident. I don't think we've ever met a real life one. I think we've only ever met a pandemic ones on zoom and stuff I'm, um, I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to the opportunity to shake your hand someday. <laughs> yeah, really, really. likewise so tell me a little bit about yourself jez um well god how long have you got no sir no but it's, it's serious well, 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 well here's the funny thing when i started networking i'll tell you how i did that after i've introduced myself when i started networking they told me i had 60 seconds to give my pitch and I said, 60 seconds? I mean, it takes me 10 minutes just to introduce myself. Are you, are you kidding me? 60 <laughs> seconds? I mean, talk, talk, talk about pressure, not stress, but talk, <laughs> a different thing. talk about pressure. Anyways, they rang the bell after about a minute and a half, and I just sat down. But in any event, uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, I'm originally from Canada. I was born in, in, in Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is on the eastern seaboard of, of, of Canada. Um, I grew up there, uh, lived there for the first 35 years of my life. Um, I'm going to give you the numbers and then you can go find out how old I am. <laughs> Good math. Um, I, left, I left Canada in 1994 and I moved to Barbados, lived in Barbados, traveled all over the West Indies uh, for about 17 and a half years. Uh, then I moved to the UK in uh, 2011. And so I've been here now just over 10 years, just about 10 years. Um, I'm, my background is psychotherapy. I'm also a three-time qualified hypnotherapist. Um, I've been a volunteer probation officer back when I was in my late teens. Um, I've done lay counseling. Um, people started to want to pay me for it. So I went out and got certified so I could be legitimate. Um, and, uh, and I've been doing what I do in one form or another, I guess for about 30 years, when I think about it, God, that makes me sound tired now. <laughs> um, and it's only the middle of the day. Um, I've, I've written a couple of books. 
Um, one, my first book back in 2015, Choice and Change, How to Have a Healthy Relationship with Ourself and Others. Um, when it was uploaded to the, uh, to the internet, you know, worldwide, um, <laughs> um, I'm happy to say uh, it became an international bestseller. Wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah, 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 that's in a week. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, I told my wife, and she said, well, that only lasted a couple of days, and I had to get behind her again, you know. <laughs> but we had some fun for a few days anyways. I was I was allowed to lead for a couple of days. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, I put some, I, I, so I put some some presentations together, some, some courses. Um, I, I finished my and published my uh, my second book came out uh, at just around lock time, uh, lockdown time last year at the end of March, um, called how to uh, how to uh, how to get control of your stress uh, instead of stress controlling you, um, how to control your stress and uh, yeah so that's what I that's what I do for my sins um, I, I I I have a practice uh, where I uh, you know have people one to one private practice. But nothing gives me more pleasure than in, in my life than standing up in front of a room full of people and telling them what I know about themselves that can help them to be able to lower that, their stress and manage that stress going forward, you know, for a sustained period of time. So that's what I do. There's two questions that are totally burning and apologies if they're ridiculous. One, why the hell would you come from Barbados to the UK and stay? <laughs> Oh well, well, well. That's easy. Well, they have a couple. They have at least two things in common. So, Britain and Barbados. They both begin with the same letter B. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, and uh, and I find that the weather in both jurisdictions is consistent. Really, I'll, I'll leave that with you to fill in the blank. Yeah, the weather is consistent in both places. Yes, consistently uh, crap here. And crap well, I'm not saying that they're the same. I'm just saying they're consistent. But in any event. Uh, no, I came here. My my, my, my wife wanted to uh, wanted to pursue a career here in the UK, and I thought that the best thing I could do, to be honest with, is just come up here and support her and her efforts, and uh, and do what I can do to you know to bring up the rear end, as it were. Uh, and so that's what I'm doing. There we go. Uh, and then secondly, um, do you get stressed? No, uh, I, I, I don't, because I understand what it is and where it comes from. I find myself sometimes, um, I, I get a bit frustrated sometimes. Um, I do feel a bit of pressure sometimes when I've got a lot of things on the go and I have to manage myself within the time that I have in order to get it done. But that's just, you know, that's just being human. Mm. But nah, I wouldn't say that I, I suffer from the uh the, the and, and we're going to get into that and, and, and then you'll know why i don't um because i've sorted myself out a long time ago <laughs> i i found when i was when i in my early days when i was <laughs> stupid and still giving people advice which i don't do now um i found that everything people seemed to tell me it always came back down to stress stress was always in the equation and I learned very quickly then that I put it together that, you know, you know how we, these days we talk about issues, you know, you got issues you know, everybody says, oh, you got issues. Well, we didn't use that word back in the day. We use another word, which I wouldn't repeat here. Um, but, um, but, but, but what I determined was, well, stress is the cause of your issues 
or issues are the cause of your stress. Yeah. So stress is in the equation. It just depends on which side of the equal sign it's on. Mm. And, and then I was able to determine that, you know, again, by looking through my client files over the years, looking to my clients, doing my own research for some of my certifications that I've had and, and, and just, you know, observing my own environment. It seemed that stress, people's stress seems to reside in four high frequency categories. Okay. Um, so your stress is, is so you, your stress, so your stress is in one of, some of, or all of these four categories, communication, motivation, relationships, and planning. Okay. And I found that when people were coming and telling me mostly, you know, executives and, and business people, um, sometimes, you know, your, your mother's cousin or, you know, your brother-in-law's friend, that kind of thing, but, but mostly business people, um, that their stress seemed to be residing in one of or some of or all of those categories. Right. I suppose it makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it, well, it, well, it did to me and it did to them. Then, so stress is something that's, that we can't affect directly. It's stress is a byproduct. So, for example... If I can teach, so I have a lot of people come to me from time to time, well, from time to time, not so much now, but in the early days, they used to come and say, well, you know, there's a lot of stress in, in the office because my staff tells me that I don't get them. Or somebody would come and say, well, I don't get my, I don't get my staff. And so, you know, so, okay, great. So that means there's a communication issue there. Mm -hmm. So if I can teach you to become a better communicator, and usually in that case, it was more about listening than talking, because everybody can talk, but not everybody can listen. Um, if I can teach you to become a better communicator, then as your confidence level goes up, because your communication skills go up, then your stress comes down, mm. you see? So we affect your stress by affecting where the stress is residing. And in that, in that, in those, people's particular case that happened to be communication, but there's also some issues with motivation, relationships, and a lot of issues with planning. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, I mean, I have a constant relationship with stress and I think it's, it is planning. Absolutely. And um, yeah. so where would networking fall into one of those four categories? Well, now, well, you ask a good question. I'll give you the answer by giving you some other information. So there are, there are two types of stress. There's positive stress and there's negative stress. Positive stress is the mechanism that we're born with yeah. that kicks in when we feel that our life is in danger. Um, you know, if you're out on a trekking holiday in Southeast Asia and you and your, you and your friends are going down around the path, you know, early on a morning and you go around the bend and there's a tiger, you know, 100 yards or 100 meters down, down, down the path. That's when your stress mechanism that you're born with kicks in. Mm -hmm. um, I think I, th I think medically you would call it your sympathetic nervous system, but, it, but it's your stress mechanism. So that gives you then that that's where the fight, flight and freeze starts to, to kick in and all the chemicals kick off and all the hormones and everything you're either going to get real strong to either fight run or blend in yeah right? depending on what the situation is so the situation in 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 modern day comes with in coming back to to the modern world a lot of people 
seem to think everything going on in their life is is at the same level of a lion staring at them on the path, mm. right? You know, uh, um, so we're down to one lane at the roundabout because they're doing some work. I'm going to be late for work, or I'm going to be late for the meeting, um, or I've had a bad school run this morning, or I have a disagreement with my spouse, or life or my colleague at work that I've got to go put up with her, whatever it all is. Uh, and so the stress stays up and the stress goes up and stays up and it never gets a chance to come back down because back to the positive stress, when the life-threatening situation organizes itself and your life is no longer in danger, then the, then the parasymp parasympathetic nervous system cuts in and brings it back down to what I call rest and digest, so back down to that normal resting period. But when people are stressed out all the time, then after a while, it's what we call chronic stress. And that's when then you get a lot of the symptoms mm. of stress. And unfortunately, the, 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 system, the system that we live in, the modern system we live in, most of the focus goes on the symptoms and not the cause. And that's the difference between me and a lot of others out there who are trying to do what I do is because I concentrate on the cause, not the symptoms. Right. Now, having said all that, then, to answer your question, so let's go to the negative stress. So there are four negative stressors, and there are only four. There's time, there is anticipation, situation, and encounter. And those are the four negative stressors. So your stress emanates from one of, some of, or all of those, and then lands in one of those four high-frequency categories where it seems to reside. Mm. So when it comes to networking, then, think about anticipation, situation, and encounter. And what was the other one? What was the fourth one? Well, 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 well the first one was time. But oh, yeah. that's not that's not usually well for me. It was a little bit of pressure, maybe a little bit of stress, because they told me I had sixty seconds, and it as you can tell, um, it takes me longer than sixty seconds to introduce myself. Never mind, get a pitch together. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, but I had not known what what, what what networking was before I came to the UK. Um, I had I had absolutely no idea. I came to the UK and. I started my, my, my journey. I now live in the Sheffield city region here in South Yorkshire, but I started my journey in the UK down in the Essex area, down in the Brentwood area. Um, and when I arrived after I got myself organized after a couple of months and just, you know, got used to the different surroundings and got my head straight and recovered from the life I had before and actually got out of bed before noon time, started getting up and getting, because I needed a lot of rest. I was a busy person. Um, so I went and got some cards printed. I thought, well, the best thing to do if I'm going to, you know, put my shingle out and find out how I'm going to get through here, because I'd never figured that I would ever be living in the UK. I'd visited London a couple of times and, and rather liked it a bit, I guess, as a tourist would. I never could have imagined when I woke up one day, I said, here I am living in, in the UK. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, I need to get organized. Um, so I went down to a, to a printing shop in, in Brentwood. Uh, in the area where I was living, and and I got my and I got some cards printed, 
And I went back to pick them up and the lady, she was so nice, so lovely. You know, we were chatting and I guess my, my accent or something, I guess, had attracted her. And so she said, so she said, uh, um, so she said, do you network? And I didn't know what she meant because I hadn't, be, before I came to the UK for the last 12 years, I was on a private contract. So I didn't have to look for anything. All my needs were taken care of even before I could ask for them. I mean, at, to the highest level. And I lived in a bubble and I had no idea that anything like this existed. So when she asked me, she said, do you network? I thought in myself, like in my brain, like in a matter of a microsecond or two, I thought, oh yeah, right. She probably thinks I'm American. So she, so, so she thinks I'm, no, no. I said, so I said, no, no. I said, no, no, I, I don't work for CNN. <laughs> because the only network I knew was like a television network. That's the only, that's the only context that I could put that word. And so she said, no, she said, I asked you if you network. So I thought, oh, she probably thinks I'm on secondment to the BBC. Says, no, no, I said, I don't work for the BBC either. She said, no, no, she said, I asked you if you network. I said, well, I don't know what do you mean? So all of a sudden now, instead of being a lovely lady, she was starting, she was starting to get a, 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 bit, a bit anxious. She was starting to get frustrated with me. I wasn't having her on, honestly. I, I had no idea what in the heck she was talking about. So she said, okay, she said, come to this address at this such and such a time. And she wrote it out for me. She said, come there next week on such a day, whatever Tuesday morning or whatever it was at, 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 at seven o'clock, I'm going to introduce you to some people. So I said, okay. I'm up for being introduced to people. I need to get to know people because I need to know people because the only person I knew was a couple that I knew a friend of mine uh, and his wife in, in London. Um, and I knew my wife. Those are the only people I knew in the entire UK. So I said, I'm up for meeting people. I think that's probably what will work. So I drove up to this place and she was waiting for me at the door and she greeted me. We walked in and as we traveled through the place and she started showing me what was, I had to sign a book or sign in or whatever. They put a badge and a little thing on my, on my, on my lapel of my suit jacket. And I looked at it and I looked at her and I said, is this, what you call net net is this the network? She said, "This is networking." I said, "Oh, she said, well, this looks like this looks like you know like I I know what this is, but like I'm used to having like at seven o'clock in the evening, everybody's got a martini or a drink. Here they just got coffee and tea." I said, I know what this is. Why didn't you tell me? This is like a cocktail party. <laughs> she said, no, we don't call it that. This is networking. I said, oh, I said, okay, that's what you meant. I thought you meant that asked me if I worked for CNN or something. She said, yeah. She said, I don't know what that, what, 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 where did that come from? I said, I have no idea what you meant. I know exactly what to do here, ma'am. I said, you leave me to myself. I will get through <laughs> because it, it, it's true. It's the same as a cocktail party. Only they're drinking coffee and tea instead of gin and tonics. Yeah. I like the sound of cocktail parties much more. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, you get a few more people if you had at seven o'clock at night instead yeah. of walking the bloody morning, but never mind. So, so that's how I got introduced to networking. And then I went on to join another, I went to another networking group that's got some letters in it. I, I recognize people say it's like, uh, what's the thing? Marmite. You either like it or you uh, don't. 
BNI. I, I, I did fabulously well. Uh, I must say, um, I owe my career in the UK to that organization because without that, I would not have gotten my start and I would not have been able to make my foundation. Mm. And I would have found myself back back in Barbados sitting under a, a palm tree if it wasn't for, for, for that networking. Well, for, that sounds for, better. What I found to be networking. Yeah. And yeah, no, it was, it, it was fantastic. I mean, I, I, I got into it. I, I, I got into it and held some of the positions and became an ambassador. And so, so I turned out to be a serial networker is what they told me I was. And I took that as a compliment, although the tone it came across at the time they said it, I wasn't sure. <laughs> but I took it as well, a compliment because I thought... is a really interesting one because uh, we do BNI. So Rachel, my sister, she does very well in BNI and she's yeah. got the right sort of personality. She enjoys it. She's built those connections. It frightens me a little bit, I think, because there's the pressure to deliver and everybody is very focused and there's consequences if you don't deliver. And that makes me shy back from it. So that's a really interesting one. Whenever I sub for her, I feel anxious about it. I don't enjoy it. Whereas the kind of free and easy ones, I feel much more relaxed in. Is that to do with stress, would you say? Yep. Okay. So exactly. So here, are the here, here. Let's let's deal with the let's deal with the four stressors then. So there's time, anticipation, situation, and encounter. Let's leave the time out of it for now. Well, maybe when you come to your sixty seconds or your minute and a half, or sometimes I think thirty seconds. What whatever your networking group or whatever you're doing gives you that time. So. Let's 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 talk about that and then just quickly get it out of the way because the other four have more to do with 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 our conversation. Time is 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 static. You can't change time. If you're if you're a native of this planet, as I am and I believe you are, then we have 24 hours in a day. I don't know what the aliens are doing. I haven't met any yet that I know of, anyways. Um, but we have 24 hours in a day, so you can't manage time, but you can manage yourself with the time you have. Mm-hmm. And how you how you do that will impact your level of stress. And more to the point that I hear a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, 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 no, I haven't had the time to get that done. Yeah, okay, well, here's the thing. Or, or, or yeah, or people say, yeah, well, I, 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 I'm going to take some time and get that done. When they say I'm going to take the time to get it done, I know it's never going to get done. And it never does. Yeah. And, here's why, and here's why. See, again, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. You have to make the time. You say, oh, I, 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 I never got the time. I don't get the time. To, yeah, you're never going to get the time because you're never going to get extra time. You're never going to have more than 24 hours in your day if you're a native of this planet and you live on it. You're going to get the same amount of time as everybody else. So if you don't make the time, you're probably not going to get the time. Mm-hmm. You may take some time, and that puts you halfway home, but you're not going to get all the way there until you make the time to do the things that you want to do, need to do, commit to do. And that's just that's how time works. Mm-hmm. If you don't make the time, within the time that you have, which is 24 hours every day, then a lot of those things, that's why they don't get done. Oh, I never got the time. 
Yeah, well, you had the same time as everybody else. You got it. You just didn't manage it. Didn't manage yourself well enough within it. That's Does this make sense? Yeah, it makes so much sense because I think it's easy when you're in that um, kind of stress situation. When you when you feel stressed, it's easy to feel like things are being done to you and you have no control over what's going on and you just well this is how I feel when I get like that just being dragged along and uh, and it's very difficult to kind of stop and say right a lot of this is of my own well all of this is of my own making <laughs> yes well well yes but you're but you're in control of yourself yeah you you don't allow yourself to be dragged along put yeah. put, put the brakes on look around see what's happening you have your your way of prioritizing everybody has their own machinery as to how they prioritize um but again we have to make the time to get those things done if we don't make it it's just not going to fall on us because we're all too busy and there's always more coming yeah yeah okay so that's time yeah so let's get that one out of the way so anticipation a lot of people suffer from anticipatory stress people who suffer from anticipation Stress or anticipatory stress, as it's called, are people who would think that failure at best, disaster at worst. Failure at and best. that's so they 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 stress a lot. They're very concerned about the future. So they're anticipating, oh, I've got to go down to that networking meeting, you know, next week or every week. But I've got to go down to that next work networking meeting next week and then I've got to, you know, try and get around and, you know, talk to people and, and I want people to talk to me and I'm looking to try and, you know, get known or get some business or whatever it is that you think you're going to be doing down there. You start anticipating it and you start thinking about it. And because you're suffering from anticipatory stress, and that's a whole psychological makeup that we don't have time to go into in this podcast, but there's a whole psychological makeup that, 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 that puts you in that position where you suffer from anticipatory stress that you are thinking, you know, oh my God, you know, it's, it's not going to go well. And what happens if it doesn't go well? And what happens if I don't do well? And what happens if I flub my, you know, my, my, my pitch? And what happens if I can't get anybody new interested in me or I just see the same old people or whatever, whatever, whatever happens is all negative, 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 negative. And that's how, that's how people who suffer from anticipation, anticipatory stress think. That's how they process. Yeah. yeah. Now that's that, that that's the extreme. We could come back. There's 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 that light, but I'm just going giving throwing it all in there. And we say, well, that's not all of me. That's just a little bit of that is me. Okay, well, fine, no problem. But, but you're, be- you're somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah, you're, yeah. If that's you, you're somewhere in the spectrum. Um, it might not be all of that, and, and I don't. And not everybody is all of it, but those people who suffer from it are some of it. Yes. At the, at, at the very least. So when you're focused on a future event, especially something that might be vague or undefined, although one might argue that your networking group every week might not be vague or undefined, but in any event, it's often a result of a lack of confidence. Mm. And confidence is the main, remember I said the four the four high frequency categories confidence usually comes in to relationships and my first book the one that that, that i said that had become a bestseller um that's all about relationships 
And, you know, relationships is a huge, 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 huge pool. Uh, but I found the one strand that seems to run through all of it is confidence. Mm. And so when I talk about, about relationships, instead of talking for five days, I can just talk for a few minutes about, about confidence. Um, and confidence, that lack of confidence in your, in your own ability and in your own ability to deal with the stressor. So there's kind of a double whammy there. There's a knock on there. Then that's where that gener that's how that gets generated. So if you analyze, I guess if you analyze all, all the possible outcomes and you make contingency plans for them, right? You're going to get a clearer image of what positive moves could happen, what the positive things could be. And that's then what I would invite you to focus on. Mm. Focus on the positive. Because when you look back at it, you're going to realize that most of the time, things worked out pretty okay. So if someone was going, if someone was feeling this anticipatory stress in the build up to a network uh, meeting, then, then kind of your top tip for that would be, like make a list of the positives would it be or you know the yeah. instead yeah. of saying the what if or the negative outcomes instead of saying what if no one's interested in me say what if i get a client out of it and what if my what happened whoa, whoa whoa what if i get a couple of one-to-ones out of it what if i yeah. what, what you know what, what what if i what if i what if i do well what if i get my what if i get my 60 seconds or whatever it is what if i get my 60 seconds in in 60 seconds and, and they don't ring the bell on me while I'm still talking. <laughs> so I feel like you've been really traumatized by that event. Yeah. Well, I wasn't <laughs> at the beginning. I'll tell you, I said, when I went there and they said, you got 60 seconds. I said, there's no damn way I can get 60 <laughs> seconds. Are you kidding me? I'm used to having the floor for an hour and a half at a meeting before I came to the day. You know, so then Okay, so that's really interesting how you really kind of dialed down my examples there. So are you saying like be really realistic with your yeah with your, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and 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 recognize that most of the time in the past it's it's all worked out well. So yeah. why wouldn't it work out well again? I mean, you know, it's yeah. And, and, and if it doesn't work out well next week, well, guess what? You'll get a chance to do better the week after that. And I so suppose as well, you know, what is the long-term consequence of this going badly? If you, if you, you know, if the buzzer gets rung on you and, and you're in, uh, you know, you run over on your 60 seconds, what's the consequence of that? Would you, would you advise that look at that? You know, there is no real consequence. You feel a bit embarrassed for a few minutes and that's it. You're not going to have to, you know, give up your firstborn to Rumpelstiltskin or anything. Like there's nothing dramatic that will happen. Is that a... Mm. I, uh, yeah, I think I remember I told them, I said, well, I think that your clock is ticking too fast. <laughs> they said, no, you're talking too slow. That's uh, a good point. <laughs> I, I'm not known for that. <laughs> so, and then I sat down. But yeah, so, so, so the next one then would be uh, what we call situation stress. And that's when you have to realize that you you actually have no control over over a particular situation or an event, you only have control over yourself. Mm. And 
I guess, you know, we all have those pressures that are that become part of our, our you know, 24-7 lives now, right? Um, and particularly now since everything's, everybody's you know, uh, tuned into what's online. Mm. It's really easy to see how people can fall prey to the stressor. I mean, a typical example is making a mistake, right? So they stress out about the situation. So there, so so these these are all connected. These are all related. So all of a sudden, you might be you might be if if you're the full picture, then you're suffering from anticipatory stress. You're thinking about, oh my God, I got to go down there next week, and and all the bad things are going to happen. Then you take yourself in your mind down there, even though it's still next week, mm-hmm. and you start to think about the situation you're in, and you start to think about how foolish you're going to look or how embarrassed or humiliated you're going to be in front of your colleagues, your peers, because you're going to make a mistake. Because you've already got yourself making a mistake because you lack confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can see there's, there's something weaving here, right? Through all this, right? Um, so become more aware of your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own behaviors. If you can be more in touch with your with your actions and reactions, with your behaviors to people, places, and things that impact you, um, you're going to do a lot better. Like learning, learn, le- learning to recognize the automatic physical, mental, emotional signals that your body you know, sends out when you're under pressure, when you feel like you're, like you're stressed. Um, if you become a little bit more self-aware of all of that, then you're going to become more self-aware and more confident of your own behavior. But it starts with you going inward and thinking about, okay, how am I thinking? How am I feeling? How do I see myself behaving? And if you can, once you've got rid of the negative rant, if you can have a positive rant for a while, balance it out, um, that would help. And then you can put yourself in that situation and play it out as if it works out in a positive way. Practice that scenario in your mind when you're going through the future situation that you're going to find yourself in. And that's a real uh, skill, isn't it? So... I know as humans, we are naturally inclined to imagine the absolute worst outcome for everything because that's how we survive. You know, if you think, right, I'm going to walk down this path and I might see a tiger. And if I see a tiger, what am I going to do? It's, it's innate in us to imagine the very worst. Um, but imagining the positives is, not, is a skill that we need to practice and develop. Um, and so, you know, thinking about all the positive outcomes is not something I've ever thought about doing. And I bet a lot of people haven't, you know, rather than sitting and let these negative thoughts kind of, even if you have the negative thought and then you think, no, I'm not having that, like, this is going to be fine. Sitting and playing out all the positive things that could happen is such a revolutionary way of thinking for me anyway. Well, you know, the, the, the famous saying, I'm sure we all grew up with, whatever generation you're in, uh, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, well, I threw that out the window a long time ago. <laughs> that wasn't getting me anywhere. So, 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 here, so here's the thing. 
as you say, then what you're saying, and I and I totally agree with you 100%. What what a lot of people do, not everybody, what a lot of people do, is they try to avoid the negative. Okay, well, instead of tr instead of playing avoid the negative game, why not play the game called embrace the positive? Mm. Yeah. So stop avoid stop trying to avoid the negative and just head toward the light, head toward the positive, embrace the positive. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay. Why? Why? I mean, we have a choice. Mm. Why not choose? Yeah. Now, and you're right, it's not something that you're going to do right the first time. And even when you start to do it right, you're still going to do it wrong other times because it's learned behavior. And you can't, you can't, turn, a, you know, you can't turn a lorry around in the middle of the highway on a dime. Right? <laughs> you're on a spot. You can't. Right? So, as I tell my clients, you know, in my private practice, you know, we're, we're going to be together for eight, 10, 12 weeks. And, 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 and you know, uh, sorry, it's, we're not in here. We're not the fast and the furious. We don't go from zero to 60 in 2.3 seconds. Mm. Right? It's a migration. Right? So, so, so we're going to, we're going to migrate our, the way we think, feel and behave over going, pointing in a different direction, but it's going to take a little bit of work and it's going to take some time. And when you start doing it right, when you start doing it correctly, great. When you have a relapse and do it the old way, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't, don't beat yourself up. If you do use a feather, it doesn't hurt as much. Um, and just and just get back on track and you'll find that you'll continue to do it correctly more 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 often than when you did it negatively yeah but i think that that's true also with with networking a lot of people that i talk to and kind of invite along to groups to see if they like it they'll walk in and expect that they're going to get business out of it that first day and if they don't it's been an abject failure and i think the thing about networking as well is you need it's it is kind of softly softly catch the monkey you need to spend that time building those relationships practicing your pitch practicing you know breaking up a conversation and inserting yourself into the middle of it practicing making making small talk um, and but most importantly nurturing your relationships so that eventually you get business out of it and they will be incredibly lucrative um, and yeah, I've never gotten business from a networking uh, meeting, but I've gotten business out of networking yes. meeting because for me, it was always the one-to-one. -one. So I might chat with three or four or five people at the most out of a group of 20 or 40. I'm only going to chat with four or five people. And I'm going to have one-to-ones with them, follow up, have one-to-ones. That's when then we can get down and find a little bit more about me, a little bit more about you, find out how we might be able to help each other. Exactly. Um, yeah you know, uh, yeah. And then, and then, and then, and right. And then, and then, uh, work those relationships, uh, cultivate the cultivate is the word I was looking for, cultivate those relationships and then see what comes out of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, you got, you, you gotta, you gotta give a little to get, to get a little. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. the key, isn't it? Um, yeah. and if you're, if you're expecting somebody to sign up with you right there on a network meeting, you've, you're, you're approaching it wrong and maybe you're just in the wrong place, but, but you're approaching it because that's not what it is. Yes. And I think most of the people that would be listening to this who if he even started networking will realize that that's not what it is. 
think some people will, but I do think a lot of people say, oh, you know, I tried networking for a month or so and it didn't work for me. Um, I it's an investment. That won't go. It it's, is, it's a long-term investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got to do the one-to-one. So, you know, call up the people, get in contact with those three or yeah. four or five people, invite them out to have a coffee or a donut or whatever you're doing. Spend that hour um, and spend a half an hour getting to know them and, and ask them, you know, ask them about what they're doing and find out, thinking about how, and, and, and because I found that as we learned in our networking group that we both had, had shared in common, I found that it wasn't always, it was usually not the people at the table it, and, the pe- and the people I had the one-on-one, it was the people that they knew. Yes. They, I remember talking to many people, fellows, and they say, oh, but, but you know, but, but you know, Chess, like, I, 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 I'm good. Uh, uh, but, however, mm. um, I've got, can I introduce you to? Mm. Yeah, sure, of course you can. And that's where the business was. It's who yeah. they know. That's why, it's, it, you know, it really is networking. It's not yeah, just the yeah, person that you're standing yeah, in front of. It's yeah. all their network behind them. I am mindful of time. I know we've both got places okay. to be. Okay. Right. So well, the la- to- yeah, the last one is encounter. Yeah, yeah. And, and encounter stress. Um, this type of stress, I guess, is, is is what people would suffer from. They they worry about their interactions with people, so they worry that they're going to meet people that they won't know how to deal with. Mm. They worry about people. They get stressed out that they're going to meet people that they may not like. People that they won't won't like them um and again that kind of sort of stress overload can be countered by working on your own people and social skills Mm, and confidence i suppose well again as you as you build your your people skills and your social skills your confidence goes up which means then your stress will come down and your relationships like uh, everybody that i all my colleagues joke that uh, I'm an incredibly unpleasant person <laughs> um, and, and and I am like Marmite. So some people really like me and some people really don't. And I'm okay with that uh, because the people that do like me, I have a strong enough relationship with, you know, my friendships and my relationships are very solid. So it doesn't matter to me if somebody doesn't like me that not everybody has to like everybody all the time and that's okay. And you can't be everybody's cup of tea and it doesn't bother me. So like, and that's because my relationships are good. And I think if you have really good relationships, business, professional, personal, you know, your friendship circles, your relationship with your partner, then, then it doesn't particularly matter if you can accept that not everyone is everybody's. Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't know what to do with everybody. I, I wouldn't be able to handle all that. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, they call me Marmite Moulton, but never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but never well, mind. I'm a bit the same, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So, 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 just yes, I, I know about the time. So, just very quickly, then, let me give you, let me give you and your listeners a, a few ideas on how you can get through some of the networking. Then, some, some, some. This is the theory and all of the bits behind it. But for example, again, I said it's 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 communication is is really more about listening than talking. So if, and people are always wondering, well, what, what can I say? Okay, so here's what you can say. 
if you're if you start up a conversation with somebody when they start up a conversation with you ask them so so listen uh, well this is what you do oh yeah well, that's all very interesting so so how did you how did you get involved in that i mean when you were a little boy or a little girl you know playing with your dolls or you know playing with your toys you know in in, in the dirt and the sand you didn't think that you were going to grow up to be doing this no okay so, so how did you get involved in this and what was your journey Good. And when they and they ask, and then and they give you that answer, so then you can then you can ask them say so so in the last whatever time frame the last six months last year and a half last two years whatever the time frame is you can say so in the last six months like what's what's been your biggest challenge and they'll tell you then mm. you can say oh well okay so counter that then in the last six months last year whatever last six months what's been your what's been your what's been your biggest success. Mm. And then they'll talk about that. So now all of a sudden, you can also start to think about if somebody were to ask you those same questions, what would your answers be? Now you have some stuff that you can say. You have words that you can say. Yeah. You have something that you can talk about. What are your challenges? What are your successes? Yeah? yeah. Um, how did you get involved in what you're doing? What is your plan for the future? Where do you see your yourself and your company a year and a half from now, two or three years from now? These are just four or five simple things that you can ask everybody in the room as you go, as you work the room. Yours are really deep. My back pocket questions are stupid. Like, do you think pineapple belongs on a pizza? <laughs> like, because I, and the answer is obviously yes, of course. Okay, yeah. fabulous. So back pocket questions. So, so yes, well, yes, well, with the pizza on the, you, you and me could hold hands on that for sure, because <laughs> I believe pizza belongs in a, on 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 a, a pineapple on a pizza too. But yeah, I'm, uh, but you might not want to ask that question. I'm there to try and get people to like me, not to make enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why people don't like me. <laughs> yeah, well, well, try some of mine, and maybe you'll have more fun. You'll do better at networking. But, 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 yeah, but it's just simple things like that. Because look. Without trying to play anybody for a fool, of course, because that's not what we're doing, but we know that people like to talk about themselves, and, 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 and most most people do. They may be nervous to do it, but they love, hey, you know, that guy asked me a lot of questions. He seemed like he was really interested in me. Isn't that great? And, and that makes us feel a certain way, doesn't it? So we all like to feel important, and we all like people to want to like us, because it's human nature for desire. So when you ask people those questions, they feel uh, they feel connected to you because they're feeling, hey, this person seems to be interested in me. He's asking, hey, what are my challenges? What are my what are my what, what are my what are my successes? How what's my plan? How did I get into this? Yeah, well, how did I get into this? Well, I started out doing A, and now I'm doing B, and and so but but again, if you end up with somebody who's not that talkative and maybe doesn't you don't want to ask those questions too for whatever reason or they have short answers you can you can start by telling them your answers to those questions mm. without them even asking you yeah yeah it's a great tip yeah and i suppose by planning you're you're reducing the anticipatory stress that you're feeling uh, yeah. because you've already got some positive outcomes in your mind because you've negated those negative outcomes yeah Cool. Love it. That's it.
Brilliant. Okay. Thanks so much, Ches. I mean, I just feel like we could talk for hours, but then I'd probably have to start paying you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put the links to your books in the show notes, but how would people get in touch with you if they wanted your kind of private one-to-one services? The best, I thank you for that. The best thing to do is one of two things. Either go to my website, which is thestressmaster.com, or you can drop me an email at chess, so that's C-H-E-S, so it's pronounced like the board game, but spelt with one S, that's my name, chess, so it's chess at thestressmaster.com. Send me an email, um, say hello, you've heard me on the podcast, and, and I'll reply within 72 hours. Oh, that's very specific. <laughs> yeah, well, it used to be 48, it used to be 24, and then I got to 48, now it's 72. I'll, I'll reply within 72 hours, guaranteed. That's still better than me. Mine is at some point. You'll get a reply within 72 hours. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Ches. Um, and like I say, I'll put the notes in the, I'll put the links to your books in the show notes if you want to read a bestseller. Um, so thank you to everybody for listening, to joining us. You can get in touch with Grow Traffic on our socials, on our website, growtraffic.co.uk. Can you please, if you've enjoyed this, uh, just give us a little like or a little follow on your podcast platform and come over and say hello on the Facebook page. That's it from us. We'll see you next week when we're talking about something else. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye.